are now tuning in to your new favorite podcast where we talk about a little bit of everything. I'm your host, Rosie, and this is The Rosie Perspective. Now let's get into it. Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. And I have two of my favorite people on here today, two of y'all favorite people, two of my favorite people, and they've both been on my podcast before, but they're back. First, I have Miss Bourgeois Latte from Latte Radio. Hey, hey, hey. And I got everybody's favorite uncle, Uncle Domite from the Too Much Game podcast. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. Listen, would it really be a show if you wasn't on here saying good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers? Listen, that is your slogan. Um, all right, so before we get started into the topic I wanted to discuss, uh, Bourgeois Latte, if you can let the people know who you are and about your new online radio station. Well, as you can see, I am Bourgeois Latte, you know, I'm the CEO and founder of Latte Java Drips Radio, um, you know, serving it hot, keeping it cool while serving it hot, you know, I'm real shy, I know it sounds kind of funny, but I am really shy, I'm really humble about my radio station, so um, it's not much to, to say, but you just gotta come through, I don't like talking about it, I just rather you guys show up, you know where to find me. Hey, www.lattejavadrips.com slash LJD Radio. So come through. Yay, yes. And yeah. me and Uncle Domai are actually the affiliates uh, that That's have started right. with Latte Java Drips Radio. So make sure y'all check us out on there. And Uncle Domai, although everybody on earth knows who you are, can you just <laughs> let people know a little bit about your platform and where they can find you? Um, the host of the Too Much Game podcast. You can find me uh link tree at Young Dolomite. I don't know how to say the link tree shit, so it's link, okay. <laughs> Linktr.ee, I think it is slash Young Dolomite Y U N G. Um, get a nigga merch. You know, she got my sweatshirt on. I got the t shirt on. Uh, and I'm gonna get mine today. <laughs> yeah, all that good shit. Um. You know, everybody who know about the show know about the show, nigga. It's just real nigga shit. That's all I could describe. It as. really is. Like, I like, I don't know. I listen to different, different uh podcasts, different topics, but then you zone into yours. And everybody in the podcast community talks about how you're like one of the only people they can listen to for an hour plus that's mm-hmm. talking by yourself. Some people be talking for fucking 10 minutes and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? But you could talk for a whole hour and a half and really be saying some shit. Doing it this long though, do you feel like, damn, you want to start doing it with more people? Or are you still cool kind of doing it by yourself? No, I'm cool doing it by myself. Like, no offense to other niggas, but I don't be wanting other niggas on my show. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't blame them. Look, well, I can listen to them all though. day. I had Rosie on though. Rosie been on you my definitely show. Definitely do. You had a real nigga on your show, although I'm not a nigga. I was definitely on there. That was a fun time. But yeah, I like your shows by yourself. I definitely can can say that you're definitely one of the people that I can listen to from the beginning to the end, talking by yourself, and you really be saying some heavy shit. So I'm here for it. So thank you guys. Me for too. Here. <laughs> yes, you know the deal. So mm-hmm. for y'all that follow me on Instagram, I have posted a video um, by Pastor Jerry Flowers Jr. And Y'all was loving that little video because he was talking some real shit. So 
If you don't know which video I'm talking about, I will repost it when I post this episode, but that's what I wanted to talk to Bourgeois Latte and Uncle Dolmite about today. So I'm gonna play the clip. It's about a minute long, but it's so good that it don't matter and y'all gonna listen to the whole thing. So let me play the clip and then um, I wanna hear y'all thoughts on this guys, one second. Compatibility just by itself can be a trap because first off, you can be compatible with a demon. <laughs> like devils know what you like too. The type of women that you like, you want her to have more curves in the highway. The type of man that you like, you want him tall with broad shoulders and a beard. The enemy can send you pain, gift wrapped as your preference. So that's just the first thing about how compatibility can be a trap. The second thing is compatibility is season based. It is possible for you to be compatible with the season of their struggle, but not the season of their success. I want somebody who's going to be there for me if I hit rock bottom. Well, what if they can only handle your rock bottom, but they can't handle your upward season? So now the question becomes, are we really compatible or do we just share similar dysfunction? We're both broken in the same area. We're both wounded over the same things. We have the same feelings over the same wounds. So we end up sharing hearts. But what happens if one of you heals and the other one doesn't? Because just because you heal doesn't mean that they're going to heal. And just because you heal doesn't mean that you can make them heal. What happens if one of you heal? You will remove what y'all had in common. And I want us to be so whole and so secure that when we heal, we don't end up feeling guilty because they're crawling, but we now have wings. It's not just about compatibility. It's about suitability. Does this individual suit my assignment well? Do they compliment what it is that God has me doing in earth while I'm here in time? Okay, y'all, we got to get into it. Let me tell you, I've seen that clip on Twitter. I've seen it on Instagram. I have not seen one person because sometimes I like to go through the comments and sometimes somebody will disagree. A lot of people, I haven't seen anybody disagree with anything that he said, but I wanted to break it down because I do feel like that clip was very powerful. I have specific questions that I wrote down regarding the clip, but if y'all have opinions about it before I ask these questions, I definitely want to hear what you think. I'll start with you, Latte. What do you think about the clip from uh, Mr. Jerry Flowers? Okay, I'm got to hear it again because it was a little, I didn't hear it on my end. But I remember listening to this uh, clip. Um, he's real deep. When I think about compatibility, I never thought that I always thought that when you date someone or when you meet someone, you want to meet someone that's very compatible, right? And sometimes, like he said, a compatibility can be a trap. I mean, I have been attracted to certain men that I felt that we had a connection, but the devil can play, play games with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you know, people, you end up meeting the representative, put it that way right you don't always meet the person <laughs> the real person you always meet the representative i think the representative is always there for three months damn i'm sorry i think it's a three-month thing no go ahead <laughs> go ahead <laughs> I'm I, was just, I just was saying damn like damn that's I, a good i really one. believe that I mean, I feel like three months is safe. I feel like three months is where you start to fall into a routine with somebody and 
things that bother them or they like or they don't like, I think it's hard to like, some people can't fake it longer than three months, but I think around three months, you start letting your guard down and you start kind of being your true self. Um, don't mind, did you hear it when I played the clip? Uh, no, I didn't hear when you played the clip, but I, I think I got the gist of it. Um, basically, it sounded like what he was saying was a lot of times you could be compatible with a person at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Like you could be compatible with somebody when y'all both broke or when y'all both immature or when y'all right. both going through something or when y'all both fresh out of a relationship. But that don't mean that you'll be compatible long term down the road. You know, compatibility could happen at the wrong piece of your life. And then when you are no longer compatible, your relationship fall right the fuck apart because y'all not compatible no more. And y'all was together based on your compatibility and it's no longer there. I agree with that because I definitely think that's very possible. Like one of the things he said, one of the questions I have is, so his opening statement was kind of, well, based on that clip was you can be compatible with a demon. So people have the tendency mm -hmm. to say the phrase of kind of like you are what you attract or whatever the case is. Now, do you agree with that statement though, Mike, that you can be compatible with a demon? Yeah, because honestly, something I tell women a lot is sometimes your type is the reason you're single. Yep. That's like, I agree. You, you like the wrong type of niggas. Like women to be like, oh, I only attract crazy motherfuckers. I only attract no, you're attracted to those niggas too. You attract every type of dude. You only stick with them <laughs> fucked up niggas that you like. That be your type. That's what you compatible with. You compatible with niggas that's full of shit. And that's why you single. So, damn, okay. <laughs> That's the hard truth. Go ahead, I, I I agree to a certain extent because your energy, it has a lot to do with your energy, but it's up to you to break it. If you recognize it, you see it, like, okay, this nigga crazy. Uh, 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 uh. Block, delete, block, right. block, remove. But you know, that'd be what turn women on. Well, you know, some women, that's the only way they feel that a guy cares if he's doing too much, if he's et cetera. Yeah. Like I seen something the other day where this woman posted um, that she used to want a dude that would contact her in the event that she blocked him. Like, I want me a nigga that's going to email me or find a way to get in touch with me. But now that she's older, she stated like she's had a dude do that recently. And she's like, that shit's scary as fuck. I don't want that <laughs> shit no more. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's the thing. She was compatible when she was young and immature. Right. That was her shit before she got mature and realized that that shit toxic as hell. Because, yeah, like, toxic. in my younger days, like, you know, this is something that I told, you know, my wife. Um, I used to like gangster bitches. That's, that used to be my type. Like, I need a bitch that'll hide my gun. You know, I need somebody that's <laughs> on, you know, if I got some dope on me, nigga, she'll, you know, she'll slide it to the side. She'll lie to the police for me. But when I got older and more mature, and I was like, nigga, I got a job now. I don't need no hood rat that's going to be on some bullshit. I need somebody who's going to grow with me and be trying to buy some fucking property at some point. Not okay. somebody who's going to be on the same bullshit that's going to have me in jail. So mm -hmm. it's like, at one point, I was compatible with hood rats. And then it was like, nah, nigga, now I need somebody who got some class. I need a motherfucker with a passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I, think that's, I think that's kind of... 
kind of what he was saying at the end, like, okay, you may be compatible with somebody, but what happens when one of you grow up or one of you guys decide to go in a different direction? Now you're no longer compatible because maybe the other person is like, okay, I'm cool with where I'm at right now. And you realize like, nah, this ain't it. So now you're no longer compatible. You don't like the same things anymore. The conversations are different. And you kind of like, well, I don't really know this person because I'm growing in this direction Mm -hmm. and they're not. I've had that happen. And I'm just like, it becomes it comes to the point where it's just like what the fuck do we talk about like you have nothing to talk about any longer because you're no longer compatible like whatever we was on like two years ago we not on that shit no more and I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing I do think it's a little depressing because when you plan your life with somebody and you fall in love and then you grow apart that shit's scary as fuck you're just like damn I'm not saying it's time wasted but nigga it's time wasted the fuck like it's true. I like I don't ever look at. Um, oh my god! Person. Don't even be that person. I don't look at time wasted. All of it's a life lesson, nigga. I'm tired of lessons. The fuck it is, cause well, put it this way: it's only time wasted when you don't learn that lesson. True. That's true. That when when you go falling for the same type of nigga, you wasted your time because you didn't learn. Right. You were supposed to learn from that shit. You were supposed to say, "I knew when that motherfucker grabbed me by my shirt." That I should have left his ass alone. And yep. I asked what about two separate niggas. I didn't learn shit. You're so right. that's when you wasted your time. If you didn't, if you didn't learn, then you wasted your time. But if you learned, if you said, I am not fucking with niggas from uh Roxbury no more. Because the Roxbury <laughs> niggas is crazy. Roxbury, okay. <laughs> look, look, I, I've had a guy throw a lamp at me. I was like, see ya. And I see that's done. what I'm saying. Like, but you learn. You like, okay, nigga, that that passion that I thought was sexy, that's a little too passionate <laughs> for me. So we're not gonna do that passionate no more. You know, and that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm happy with all my exes. Like, as much as shit went fucked up, like I don't have my cars broken and fucked up. I don't have my clothes cut up and shit written <laughs> on. But like, I'm not mad at them because I learned from those experiences. Like, I know what not to do. I know how not to treat a motherfucker. I know how I don't want to be treated. I know the signs of a crazy motherfucker. So I appreciate all them, crazy or not, because I learned from all of them. I mean, I get it. Go ahead. I sometimes feel like men, it's like you don't know who they are. It's like for that first three months, it's like, I'm I'm keeping real. I'm like, okay, three months. See, this is the Virgo me. I'm like, three months, he's doing this consistency. Let's see the second month if he's going to do the same thing. Hmm. Hmm. Guy sends me a thousand dollars. Want to help you. Want to support you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gonna kick that in. Mm-hmm. Let me note that. Hmm. My intuition is high functioning, but sometimes I choose to ignore, ignore the signs because I always feel like there's some good in people. Right. So I sometimes feel like, you, you have to be careful when it comes to that compatibility because you can be compatible with that person and then they end up being something else. You know, they yeah, end up bro. being uh, manipulative. I don't know. I'm just cautious. About that. People are hungry, man. This, we live in a crazy world and a crazy time now. And it's because the quarantine were closed off. I'm just saying. I just think we have a lot of people out here that are mentally not there. We got to be careful. I agree. And I also, feel like, be there. I also feel like social media can kind of 
make people be whoever they think they are, but in reality, they're not. So, I mean, it may sound weird, but I feel like sometimes people feel like they're compatible based off your social media presence. Like you like this, I like this, but you don't know me in real life. Like you don't know what makes me sad, what makes me happy, what makes me cry. You just know my social media presence. And that's what you think it makes us compatible. But in real life, you're not compatible, which I feel like is a detriment to society, but a lot of people have to get to know each other, but I still feel like, okay, you can be compatible with a demon, but you have to learn the person. I know the deep part of it, but at the same time, I still feel like the whole, you are attracted to the type of person you are. I don't believe with that statement. I'll never, I'll never agree with it. Cause if you can be compatible, compatible with a demon, I'm not a fucking demon. So how the fuck this nigga get in my face? (laughs) Okay, how we end up in the same conversation? Might be the ways. I don't think that you, um, I don't necessarily think that you attract attracted to the same person you are because I never was. Like my attraction is always somebody who ain't shit like me. Like I got married to a person who wasn't a motherfucking thing like me. Like nothing about me. Like I was a complete gang banger. Right. When me and my wife got married, like I was gang banging, like active in the street, and she was from church so like that's what attracted me like the fact that she uh was completely different than what I was so it wasn't that I was attracted to seeing myself in her it was seeing the compliment of her to me like it was the difference like oh she she bougie and I'm this so she gonna help me grow into something like wouldn't that kind of be what you're looking for again people can be with is identical to them or pretty similar okay fine but I feel like when you're looking for a partner you should be looking for someone that again take this lightly because some of y'all niggas is looking for mamas and that's not what I'm saying but someone that can kind of teach you something like I want to be taught certain things I want to be able to teach you because we're somewhat different but we put that together to make one but I feel like everybody's like oh well if you track these type of guys that's because you are no I agree with what you said though Mike something about them is attracting me to them or attracting you to whatever depending on the sex but I don't think it's because you you know what I'm saying are are Mm -hmm. fucking loser or whatever the case is maybe it's something about them you pinpoint and you're attracted to that one little thing out of the whole fucked up part you get what I'm saying so I agree with you on that and what Sigmund Freud said was a lot of times we attracted to the person that reminds us of our parent of the opposite sex yep you think so yes I agree with that. Well, it's it's not 100% accurate, but a lot of times you do realize you see yourself with a person. And sometimes it's like the parent that you like the most because it ain't Mm -hmm. always the parent of the opposite sex. But sometimes a woman will be with a man that reminds of her mom, especially if she wasn't even raised around her daddy. Like she might see like some characteristic in her mom that she loved growing up and he got that. So she'll end up with that. Like, I've noticed that I've dealt with women who I would see, like, that was like my mom or she was like my dad. Like, it would be mm-hmm. different ones, but you always end up with who you attracted to, not who you attract. Because motherfuckers mm-hmm. attract all types of different people. Like, it's who you say yes to that matters more than who says, hey, how you doing? Because I had a homegirl mm-hmm. tell me that oh, I just attract these crazy-ass niggas. I'm like, no, you attract all types of niggas. You just <laughs> fuck with them crazy niggas because that's right. what you like. You into that shit. Like, you you know, like I told my homegirl, your favorite spice is toxicity. Mm. That's, that's your shit. Like, 
If your relationship not toxic, you always question it. This nigga's too perfect. I don't know. He booked the flights and he didn't even ask me to pay for it. That was weird to me. Why is that weird? But the nigga who let you pay for the whole vacation wasn't weird though. Like you dragging mad bitches right now. That is actually pretty fucking accurate. And I think yeah. as, as a woman, I can attest to that because there's been conversations I've either had or my homegirls have had where you're right. Certain things, it's like, why is that sketchy? But then there's another nigga doing nothing. Like he's not saying good morning, no nothing. And meanwhile, you in love with this nigga. He don't take you out on dates, no nothing. But this new nigga is asking you, what do you like to eat? Where would you like to go? Or whatever the case mm -hmm. This nigga's being a little too nice. That's so sad though. Like where you think it's that it's a problem because the nigga's being nice and attentive? I think it's because we're not physically attracted to them. And it's sometimes it be those guys that do all those <laughs> nice, friendly gestures. They're not all that cute. You be like, well, he's nice, but uh, yeah, well, he, he got the sauce. okay. He don't got the sauce. Like I, I, right. I like I tell my homeboys. <laughs> You ain't got that drip, my nigga. That, that be the problem. Because I got homeboys. And I tell my homegirls all the time. They be like, oh, how can I meet a nigga like you? I said, I know a nigga just like me right now. But you ain't going to fuck with him because he weighed 400 pounds. I mean, or, come on. Can we not like I'll date a 400-pound guy. Look, big guys I, are confident. But I'm just saying, though, like, I, I know niggas who willing to, to jump over the moon for a woman. But a lot of them, they ain't, you know, they not handsome. Them niggas don't dress no, nice. No, I don't think that's fair. Why I gotta take a non-handsome motherfucker? I'm not saying that you have to. I'm saying that if you want those qualities, they're available. They just don't come in a handsome package. Yes. <laughs> the ugly guys be taking care of you sometimes. Yes. I'm just saying. And the ones that they say that I'm compatible with, I don't want to be with them. That's the funny part. Right. No, I think that's, <laughs> that's what question. it is. So, I mean, why can't the handsome package get it together? Like, why I gotta look for some qualities in a nigga that I'm not even attracted to a little bit? And I know people are gonna say, looks aren't everything, lie to your mother, not me. Looks aren't necessarily everything, but you wanna be attracted to the person. I've always said it before. I don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks about my partner. If I think that nigga's fine, that nigga's fine. But exactly, that's the fucking problem. The, the handsome nigga got 30 other motherfuckers looking at him. Mm -hmm. So he can be like, well, yeah, nigga, I like you, but I like them too. So you're going to have to deal with them. Like a lot of times women want a very small percentage of what's available. Like it's like you in the store looking for the same item 60 other motherfuckers is looking for. So that bitch going to be sold out. Like a lot of times it's like, nigga, oh, all the niggas I like is married already. Exactly. Because motherfuckers <laughs> want him. They are after him already. So mm -hmm. it's hard to go get the 1% of niggas because the handsome nigga, they got a good job, a big dick, a sense of humor, and smell good. Woo! Motherfuckers uh, is fresh out of high school getting married because women already knew, oh, I want them. I'm going to get them. So em. are you kind of saying women got to take what they can? Everybody got to take what they can. What you Damn. think about that, Latte? So the, so the fine that? guy, like, you number you number 12. You number 12 on my list. You 12. Because number one and two, three, four, five to five on the top list. But you 12. So you I ain't going to be nobody's number 12. I'll tell you that. Like, that's that's how they think. The thing is, it's like you, you just going to have to get in where you fit in. Like I don't like that. What is I this? Is this shopping? What is this? Yeah. 
literally that's, that's what it is everybody's shopping for everybody you know like it ain't no secret you know um my ring is gone so i'm in the motherfucking market too like it, it, you gotta get what you gotta get you know so do you bit. feel that way now that you are you know separated do you feel like being back in the market you've noticed like shit i really gotta take what the fuck i can at this point you know what's fucked up i ain't even gonna lie I ain't got no problem. Like I, I, I've said this shit while I was married, and I'm saying this shit now that I'm single. It's a lot more qualified women than qualified men. Like I ain't got no problem. Like I, my, so you, I, I hear what you saying, brother. I know exactly what you're talking about. Shit, I ain't it's got. I, ain't, I ain't met no no sorry woman yet. See, I mean, not that there's not no sorry women, but that is the problem yeah, with the women. women are, yeah. But the that's the problem. What, what you said is I feel like it's easier to find a well-rounded woman than it is for women to find a well-rounded mm-hmm. man. It's just, and it could be you're right. What do they say? There's ten, I mean, I guess it depends on the demographics, but yeah. typically there's yeah. more women available to each man, anyways, wherever you go, because we in this motherfucker heavy. So it's yeah. already a disadvantage. But that's good that you're not in a, in a batch of crazy bitches yet. Okay. Cause they out here. So stay clear. <laughs> I'm in Arizona. They don't even, I'm not Nigga, the right color. So my fucking problem is it's it's too many qualified ones to like say no to. Sir, you're gonna have to must be nice. I, I know. know, must be nice, bro. No, that shit is difficult. I'm like, damn. I, because it's like, <laughs> I'll be like, damn, like, do I be mean to him? Like, am I supposed to be like, no, I'm I'm trying to be single. Let me let me chill. Quit trying to cook for <laughs> me. Quit trying to take me places and buy me shit. Stop doing that. Like, it's weird. It's difficult. You got that light skin privilege going on right now. And it's fucked up. Light skin niggas is played out. We not even in style. I'm like, I mean, light skin niggas do do get you know some some uh, back backlash or whatever, but. I think if you light skin and you not a corny nigga, then you already have an advantage because there's plenty of dark skin niggas that are corny as shit. Like dark skin don't make True. you the automatic dark dark skin niggas is the new light skin niggas. I'll yeah, be, I'll they be deserve it though. That was in the backseat for a hot minute. Them dark skin niggas be on Twitter with their skin routines and they be yep. doing high fifer smile and shit like y'all. I be y'all, watching that soft porn on TikTok. Yeah, you, I ain't gonna you, lie. Ain't, oh, you, you dark skin <laughs> niggas is on some Al B. Shore shit. Like y'all niggas is trying to take the, the cute nigga crown and shit since Idris Elba then came out. You niggas, <laughs> you niggas been getting real uh, pretty out here. You niggas doing body roll videos and shit. Listen, they was in the backseat for so long. They they came to take that spot back. But I still, like for me, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't really you know, go for light-skinned niggas no more. That used to be my thing, but it's not like if he's light-skinned, I'm like, absolutely not. But, you know, I do go for my little my little chocolate these days. But mm-hmm. if them a nigga's corny, I don't care what color he is. Dark-skinned, light-skinned, mm-hmm. corny. Them dark-skinned niggas be divas now. <laughs> you ain't lying. A lot of them are. A lot of them are now uh, not, maybe not now, but maybe they're more open to it, like being metrosexual. You know, mm-hmm. can't, can't, <laughs> I don't want the niggas that wear fake high waters because that's a style. They can't wear wallets because their pants the is too boots. tight. 
Right. I don't, again, you can wear what you want, but for me, the man purse is like, it's a little too much for me. I like okay, a man, man purse. No, that, yeah, that, that kind of, yeah, I don't like so, that. So, I mean, I'm all right. Eighties, I don't do that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, man purse. Um, also asked this question in regards to what Jerry Flowers said, which was how he stated, like, sometimes people can handle you at your rock bottom, but not during your upward season. Mm-hmm. I also think that's the struggle a lot of people have. Um, sometimes you can be in a relationship and you both have goals and you talk about them. I'm going to start doing this. I want to start doing this. But one person actually takes off and actually starts doing it. And the other person may feel like they're left behind or feel like they're not accomplishing much. So it's hard to feel like they're at the level of their partner, um, which is unfortunate because I feel like when you have those plans, your plan is to grow together. But right. some people cannot hide the fact that they a little bit hating on you and your come up while even in a relationship and i think that yep. you should be happy for your partner um bourgeois latte latte what do you think about i guess that part where he said that sometimes they they could be there um, it's a struggle I, I sometimes feel like because i'm so ambitious that some men don't like that some men are intimidated by that but i'm not like that I, i'd rather be with someone look I saw a post about Virgo. I'm a Virgo and I, you know, I do a Virgo morning show. And it says something like Virgos, you know, when they love, they love. But, you know, are, do you have goals? Um, are, what are we going to do together? You know, are we going to build something together? Because that's more important to me than having a sexual relationship with you. Because it can be all great. But if we don't have that mindset, we don't, if you can't stimulate me, you know, mentally, I, I can't get turned on. I get turned on by that. You can be fine as hell and right. I can walk right past your ass. But if you can stimulate my brain cells, oh, it's on. But I've met a lot of men that don't, they say, you too damn busy. You don't have time for me. You, you too into that, that radio stuff. You, you know, you, you can make time for me or, you know, stuff like that. And it's, it's really not like that. Because if you work with me and say, hey, baby, you know, hey, we can, let me, what, what can I do to help you? Or what can I do that we can do together? If I can meet someone like that, oh, it's all good. It's all good. Right. Mind mind you, the radio is a dream of yours. And that's the thing. They will rather speak negatively on something you're doing for yourself that's a dream of yours versus inputting themselves on, okay, what can I do to support you or trying to do something that way? It's more so like, okay, well, you're doing your little whatever or uh, you ain't got no time. Make time. Like, I just think that's, that's not that's not the right mindset for somebody to have for a partner. I feel like why would you get a dude that's like excited that you started your new online radio station? Like, Oh shit. I don't know too many women that do that. I don't know. But instead it's like you hating on me or you have negative things to say because you're intimidated. Let's keep it real. Don't mind. How do you feel about that statement? Some motherfuckers just insecure. Like, Mm -hmm. um, like I tell people, uh, if you are not secure with who you fucking with, you need to fuck with a bum. If you mm, insecure right. with you're fucking with, you need to just get you an ugly female. Like if, if you can't handle your woman having options, get you somebody ugly. If you can't handle your man having options, get you somebody ugly. Mm-hmm. Get you somebody broke. Like don't get with somebody who you feel like you're not gonna want to see them grow. Like mm-hmm. and and just in general, like everybody loves puppies, but motherfuckers is afraid of big dogs. Mm. Like, it's cool when they cute and small and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, 
I'm taking care of my girl right now. You know, she she in school and she in college, you know, it's cute and shit. But then she got a degree. Now she making more money than you and you like, oh, so you think you're the man now? Right. Yes. You trying to emasculate me because now you making money? Like, no, motherfucker. I'm happy you helped me get my degree, nigga. Like, I just want to, you know, take care of you like you took care of me. I'm a man. Like, nigga, don't be insecure, my nigga. That's bitch nigga energy. So. I like that. B-N-E. B-N-E. That's that's bitch nigga energy. But like, you know, you shouldn't fuck with somebody who you going to be afraid of their success. I agree, but I feel like, okay, I'm only speaking from a woman's perspective, but sometimes I do feel like men particularly seek out women that have a lot going on or they see Mm -hmm. could be successful. But then when they get her, they try to humble her or they try to break her down. And it's like, why would you seek a woman you see is on her shit just to get her and try to shit on her? You should have just got a bum bitch. Like, get somebody that makes you feel superior. Mind you, the woman is not doing anything other than being herself. And you knew that, which is why you was attracted to her. But now that you have her, like you said, you know, the whole puppy and dog thing, now that you have her and she's continuing to excel, mind you, she was already excelling prior to meeting Before she met you. Right. But now that she's growing, it's like, hold on. And it's like, I'm not about to stop to you know, make a nigga feel good about himself. I was already on my way up and I'm not going to change that. But men get intimidated, although that's the reason why they were attracted to you. Make make it make sense. It don't make sense. It's, it's bitch nigga shit, so it don't make sense mm-hmm. to me. But it's like niggas, it's like with, with cars. It's like everybody like Mercedes Benz until it's time to change the oil and that shit costs $500. You're right. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it looked nice riding up the street. So it's like, yeah, I want a Benz. Until it's time mm-hmm. to take care of that motherfucker. And then you like, damn, my nigga, like I got a, a service of $700. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, my shocks went out. That shit is $1,500. Like, I, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. So it's like, you see the woman that's on her shit and it looks cool to have her until you realize that it's maintenance involved in that shit. And not even maintenance as far as like what you got to do for, but like the, the mentality of, now she got to go to work around all these other niggas that make good money. She mm. got to go and be mm-hmm. around other niggas that are better than me. She Tell is around with a lot more niggas that's more qualified than I am. So now I'm intimidated because when we go out, it's niggas driving those cars that I can't afford and they trying to holler at her. And now I'm intimidated, not because of what she got going on, but because of the niggas that's trying to holler at her, what they got going on. The accuracy. That is mm. so fucking accurate. It's not and you know what? It's hard for me being older. I am an older woman. I, Why you say it like that? Men, <laughs> <laughs> men my age, they act like children. And it's so scary because it's like, damn, didn't you learn something out of those 50 years? Or, okay, 40, 50, 40, 50. Yes. Damn, did you learn something? Which is sad because a lot of women, I'm in my 30s, a lot of women my age, a lot of people, uh, when you speak to them, they're like, girl, date older, date older, older's better. But then I hear the women 40, 50s like, bitch, they ain't good up here either. So it's like, we got to wait till they 70 at this point. No shade, don't mind. I know you're the man on here. But if 40 and 50 year old women that I talk to are talking about the men in that age bracket, again, not all men, because there are several good men. A lot of them are unfortunately already taken. That's the problem. So we got to get. 
I don't disagree. Like, and I don't want to date young men because I feel okay. I had a cougar show, but that was I was like a cougar in the making. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like actual <laughs> cougar. I was a cougar in the making. I had the cougar crew that were cougars, so it 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 worked. It worked well, you know. But I'm afraid. I'm not gonna lie. I'm afraid to date anybody that's not around my age. But I feel vibrant but what when I'm around someone who's younger. What, what, what I feel as far as like cougar dating is like when you a cougar, I feel like you should date like you a, a young woman. Like instead of like looking at these niggas as long-term viable options, just date these niggas like you. Nigga, look, I'm going to have fun with you until you bore me and then you just got to get the <laughs> fuck up out of here. Dang. Like as a cougar, you got to be on some player shit because you know like eventually this nigga going to do some bullshit I don't like and he just got to go. Like I'm just going to find another young nigga because... You niggas graduate <laughs> high school every year, so it's just gonna be a new crop of niggas and bye, little young nigga. I have fun. You can't do that. You just you just enjoy the motherfuckers until they're no longer enjoyable, and then you just move on. Like, don't get your feelings involved because you know this nigga gonna do some dumb shit. He a young nigga. Mm-hmm. He gonna make mistakes. So, nigga, I had fun. Thanks for the fun. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. I got grown people shit to do. <laughs> And Damn, talk about fuck them and dismiss them, huh? Shit. Yeah, like, but on yeah. some real shit, because, you know, like, once you, once you get advanced in age, it's like, especially as a, a woman of means, a woman who got her shit together, it's like, nigga, I don't need you to come and add too much but a warm body and some dick. Like, I don't need you to come and help me with the bills. The bill's been paid before your ass got here. Like, nigga, take out the fucking trash while you're here, nigga. Make yourself useful. <laughs> But at the end of the day, you ain't you ain't a necessity, nigga. Like you're something that I'm just enjoying myself with. If it goes farther than what the fuck I want it to be, then that's cool. But I'm not finna put too much stock in you because at the end of the day, you young, dumb, and full of cum. Damn. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Guess I'll be single. I'll be single for a while. But that's but see the thing. But it's true. Because it's like this, like, you know, the reason I was shaking my head when y'all was talking about the old ni- the older niggas acting like kids, like, I wasn't disagreeing. I was just like, that's a damn shame because it's true. Like, I know niggas, you know, I'm I'm 39. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 40 this year. But, like, I got coworkers and shit. Like, I know niggas in their 50s that still acting like they 19 and 20. Like, they Thank say you. women younger than me. Like, oh, yeah, man, I was just at the Legion. His little club out here. Yeah, man, these little young girls, man, they look good, man. I want one of them. I'm like, the fuck? Is... Nigga, you 50, dog. Like, go get you a fucking exactly. woman, my nigga. Right. Like, what you, you gonna, gonna do when your dick stop working? Exactly. You know, like, when you need the Viagra and shit, like, nigga, that girl gonna shake on you, dog. Like, nigga, go get you somebody in your fucking, t- your age bracket, dog. Right, right. But, but like I've talked about before, <laughs> I feel like they usually want the women in the lower age bracket so they can mold them. They can groom yes. them. It is yep. what it is. People try to make it seem like it's a preference thing. Uh, you can call it what you want, but I'm sorry. If you're 50, what the fuck do you really have to talk about with a 23-year-old? Not exactly. As mold and groom, but manipulate. Yeah, no. mold, groom, manipulate. Like, manipulate. Some, some, something that um, I'm, you know, like going to be teaching my daughter when she hit them high school years. Like, don't fall for the you're so mature for your age. Right. Oh, like an old soul. That's that shit that these young females be falling for in high school and shit. When the nigga be 19, 20, picking her up in a box Chevy at school and shit. Like, nigga, I'm not finna have my daughter falling for that. Because that's a, a lot of times what the girls fall for. When the right. nigga tell them, you so smart. 
you ain't like mm-hmm. these other girls your age. And your question should be, what the fuck you mean, other girls my age, nigga? So you fuck with all the high school girls or what? Right, right. Because at the true. end of the day, nigga, if you a grown-ass man at a high school, you a child molester. Right. Period. That's some right. R. Kelly shit right That's there. That's all the fuck it is. Like, nigga, you, you're a child molester, nigga. Like, you ain't, oh, I just like younger women. No, nigga, you, you a fucking predator. Yeah, because you absolutely. don't have the girls that you know are less mature. They're less intelligent. They more likely to fall for that motherfucking game. They more likely to be impressed by you doing some simple ass bullshit. Like mm-hmm. they be at the school bragging about weak ass shit. Like, yeah, he took me to Denny's. He paid for everything. Like, ooh, Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> They don't know no better. And you yeah, you absolutely right, right as, as far as that, because that is one of the things, because I feel like in high school, we all known those girls that had an older dude picking them up or whatever. And it's like, oh no, he he says I'm mature for my age. Like he says, you know, like, and that's how they get them. Like, you're right. How does he know that you're mature for your age if he hasn't been trying to talk to other girls your age, which he was finding the right one to manipulate and you got got. And that's unfortunate because people always blame the girl. Oh, she's a fast ass. Meanwhile, yes. and, a, and a lot of times it's because she's looking for the father that ain't there. Because you're a father in that girl house, like nigga, because your daddy gonna beat the shit out that nigga if he find him. So yep. a lot of times it's because daddy wasn't around for her to, to have. Like a lot of women who had a fucked up relationship with their dad are looking for a dad. That's why they be looking for them older niggas because it's a father figure and shit. Yep. You know, and that's why, like, I, I want to stay close to my daughter for that exact reason. Like, nigga, you was not finna be letting some old nigga buy you a pair of Jordans and now you fucking because you impressed by some bitch-ass shoes that he bought you. Or, you know, right. some little shit that yeah. at his age, it ain't nothing. Because that's another thing I tell women as far as, like, who they date and what a nigga do for him. Like women to be impressed by a nigga that'll spend some money. But it's like, if he got hundreds of thousands of dollars, then him buying you a little $500 pair of shoes ain't nothing. Nothing. Right. You yep. know, he, he ain't spending no time, but he willing to spend all the money because he got money. So to him, right. it ain't nothing. He done bought you and six other bitches that same pair of shoes. It's you and five other bitches in your city that smell alike because he <laughs> got y'all all the same perfume. And y'all always impressed. Like, oh, that nigga got me some Chanel. You right. and that bitch. It's true. That's true. You're you know, definitely so. right about that. So wait, you said something which I agree with as far as, um, well, not always the case for the most part, where a lot of girls that don't have their dad around, that's kind of how, you know, niggas get in where they fit in when they notice that she doesn't really have an active father or a father that's not there. Now, what do you think the effect is when it comes to men and, and moms? I know I've seen this comment recently where a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of like, a lot of men that get on these podcasts talking relationship issues that seem bitter is because they got some type of mommy issues. Like, so now I hate all women and I'm not going to front. I have met men that don't really have nice things to say about their mom. Like to the point where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that's your mom, but they see their mom as a woman first versus a mom. And the way they talk about their mom is not good, which is why I understand why their outlook on women is as bad as it is. So what do you, mm-hmm. I guess, what would you say, though, Mike, to, to the niggas having mommy issues? And what are the effects yep. you think you've seen? Something that I always tell people, and I've been saying this shit since I've been podcasting. When you're dating, look at the relationship that your potential mate has with their parent of the opposite sex. If your dude is talking shit about his mama, run. 
Like mm-hmm. if, if he got if he got a fucked up relationship with his mom, especially if he'll talk shit to his mother. Like if you fucking with one of them niggas that talk like bad to their mom, that's an immediately like fuck yeah. red flag. That's nigga. a that's stop sign. Nigga, that's a that's a blinking bright red light. Like, nigga, that's a train about to hit your ass. Like, you need to get the fuck out of there. Like, some women, you know, like me and Rosie talked about this shit when me and her did the episode, just me and her. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times women will like a dude so much they'll just ski around them red flags. Like yep. yeah. That's that, true. That one looked orange. I don't think that that was pink. <laughs> that wasn't red, nigga. That shit was like a darker shade of pink. Nigga, that shit was like magenta. That was orange. Pink. Yeah, like <laughs> no, nigga, that's a red fucking flag. Like just because his dick is big, that's a red flag. Like right. fuck the dick. I don't give a fuck about that mm-hmm. nigga taking you on a nice See? date. That nigga's crazy. You know, like you shouldn't fuck with no dude who got a fucked up relationship with their mom. Like I, I posted that shit on Twitter. Uh, I think you retweeted that shit, Rosie. Like some motherfuckers got a microphone and all they spreading is bitterness and negativity. Like that's I and they saying this advice. Mm-hmm. Like these bitch ass niggas get on here like. Kevin Samuels said, these <laughs> yep. about. And it's like, no, bitch ass nigga, you don't know what you're talking about neither. You just hear somebody confirming something that you think is the truth right. and you going with it. And I'm not saying that Kevin Samuels is a liar. I, I agree with a lot of what he say, but some bitch ass niggas just use clips that he say to be like, no, see, these women don't deserve shit. Right, what about, that's the problem. Going off on you bitch ass niggas about not having y'all shit together. And they're quiet when them clips come out. They ain't got nothing to say. And although... Many clips talking about niggas being bitches. Right. But uh, although I don't like Kevin, because I still feel how the fuck I feel about Kevin Samuels. Some things I have... Huh? He he harsh. He's he's overly harsh. very harsh. I don't like people that are overly harsh like that at all. I don't care what aspect. Whether it's a workplace, a podcast. Yeah. I just don't like people... Sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And I don't think that people are so harsh and they take pride in it. I don't think it's I don't think it's cool. So that's really why I don't like him. And it's not to say I disagree with a lot of what he says, one. And two, it's not because I can even relate to the bitches he's talking shit about. A lot of men will be like, oh, well, the women that are offended are the ones that he's talking about. I'm not offended by the shit he's talking about, and I'm still offended. He can as harshly as he is. I just don't like that aspect. But you're right, the guys will look for a small clip of him bashing a woman and they will do a whole podcast episode to chime in. No, nigga, you just wanted to use that as a reason to talk shit about bitches. Like, you guys are miserable. <laughs> and, and that's what it is. Like, and y'all listen to my show. Bitch-ass niggas. That's all the fuck it is. Like, I tell niggas, like, all women ain't bitches. I know more bitch-ass men than bitch-ass women. Like, a lot of niggas get on this mm-hmm. microphone and, and just spray out bitch shit like I I, I told one podcaster like we had a a conversation in DM because like he wanted me to do an episode and there was some bitch ass shit like um, (laughs) like some shit about like you know what 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 advice could we give these women to be better wives and I'm like, I don't, I don't got no bitch ass advice to get no motherfucking woman on what the fuck she need to do like (laughs) You know, because, like, it was a meme, and it was like, um, if you niggas got so much advice for what women need to do, if you the perfect woman, just say that. <laughs> and that's what? how I feel. Like, nigga, you, why do you have so much advice to give women, dog? Like, are, are you a woman? 
Like lately, I, I'm not going to front. There's been like a couple podcasters or there's one that comes in mind where 98% of his episodes are directed on what women could do better, what women are not doing. And I'm like, why is that your main focus in life though? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that says more yeah. about you. In voice, I think I know who you're talking about. I, I'm going to have to tell you later. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know you're talking about. Ooh, the podcast world is dirty. I mean, I... I Again, I do podcasting. I do relationship topics. However, I feel like my approach is different. One, I'm going to give my three cents on how I've experienced it or how I view it, but I never get on and say anything as it's a matter of fact. Like, I'm right, you're wrong. This is what you should do to keep a man. This is what you should do. And I don't like when people get on and that's their whole MO. Like, this is, oh, you're not married because, nigga, you're not married either. What the <laughs> fuck? That's exactly about? what I was going to say because I did an episode talking specifically about that. Like, motherfuckers who will get on this microphone and speak from literal ignorance like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about how are you telling a woman how to be a wife and you don't got one how are you <laughs> niggas how to get women and you ain't the got bomb them? though mate i ain't hear no bomb where's the bomb bomb i know i'm waiting too <laughs> you know but like that be the thing like people like you telling mother you giving all this fucking advice from a place of nothing you have no success it's like nothing. i can't do a stock market fucking podcast because i ain't got no money in the fucking market i can't do a business podcast and i ain't got a successful business how you doing relationship shows and you single as a motherfucker like you <laughs> even got a girlfriend like and you know like i was telling one of my homeboys like nigga i don't understand how you niggas will listen to a show or you women will listen to a nigga you wouldn't fuck why right. are you taking relationship advice from a nigga you wouldn't even get no pussy to? You're right. Like, would, would you so fuck true. him? So if he giving you all this advice and you like, girl, that's some real shit, you wouldn't even fuck him. So why do you think he know all this shit about <laughs> getting pussy and you wouldn't give him none? You know, that's like, I'm just, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, and, and I'm not trying to shit on the person or nothing like that, but it's just real shit. Like, I'm not going to listen to no woman tell me about what I should do to get a woman. And she ain't the type of woman I'd even want. Like, oh, so so that's what I got to do to get an ugly motherfucker. Okay, cool. That's what I got to do to get a, a, a bitch with a microphone in a raggedy apartment. Okay, cool. That Yeah, if that's what I'm looking for, then that's what I listen to. But don't go listen to a motherfucker who you wouldn't get no pussy to or who you wouldn't have sex with or who you don't want to be like. That's you just right, dumb. Right. I agree with that. What do you think, uh, Latte? Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's just... I, you know what? When I hear things and I disagree, I just kind of laugh. Like, you know, especially that Samuels guy. I'm like, damn, he's a character. He knows exactly what the hell he's doing. Like, oh, okay. This this is how he gets some clickbait. Love it. All right. Yeah. Keep talking. Keep talking that BS. You know what I'm saying? So I just kind of laugh like, mm-hmm, he ain't right. Whatever. You know, I just kind of feel if you don't react to it, then, you know, I agree. It, it That's means what I was nothing. about to say. Everyone be so upset, like, uh, about podcasters that go viral for some negative shit. Like, we're kind of feeding into it by continuously talking about it, retweeting it, doing this, yeah. doing that. And so, like you said, sometimes if I don't agree with it, I keep it moving. I'm not, I'm not about to be in fucking Kevin Samuel's comments with a fucking mm-hmm. 
like a loser like why would i waste my time mental illness again i know that's what social media is for but people do also need to go along with if you don't like it just keep it moving and that yeah. is also my content if you don't like what i'm saying that's why i don't even do negative vibes under my shit just keep it moving everyone's just not gonna agree but people Thank just you. continue to shed light to a lot of these bullshit ass conversations where i'm just like i'm so over talking about some what the fuck only men are relationship gurus where are oh, the ladies the, i'm confused the thing mm -hmm. is like no no woman has cracked off like that in the the bitter sector but it's a million female podcasters who talk some bitter ass shit like it's it, I see a lot of topics going on women podcasts. You know, like they don't invite us on for the motherfuckers, but they'll sit up <laughs> on niggas for a whole hour. Like they got why these niggas be so broke? Why these niggas be begging for money? Why these niggas don't be having no type of sex game? Like it's a million movies about why niggas ain't shit. What comes to mind immediately? Why did I get waiting married? To waiting to exhale. <laughs> Why did I get the married? Color too? purple. Like waiting <laughs> to exhale. Like whenever a woman tell me that she loved waiting to exhale, that's an immediate red flag. And hey, the soundtrack was dope. Why? Like hey, what? Hey, the soundtrack was dope. That's cool. <laughs> but if she tell me she loved that movie, I'm like, why? <laughs> why did you love that movie? What was it about that movie? that you thought was great? Was it the all bad sex scenes? The whole movie was full of terrible sex scenes. Was it the fact that every nigga in the movie wasn't shit until Gregory Hines at the end? Like, the, the, the whole movie was just niggas ain't shit. None of these niggas, all niggas ain't shit. The whole movie was mm. ain't shit niggas. Wait, so Look, I, I like baby boy though. Are you saying it's equal? Like, as many men out here talking shit about women, you think it's safe to kind of say there's as many women talking shit about men? Yeah. Because it's I, like I, this. I, I ain't gonna lie, because I got to, but I don't go as hard as some people, but I just talk my little shit, I ain't gonna lie. But yeah. I guess, I guess you mm -hmm. could say that. I think that's accurate. Maybe that's we do it a little differently. Place. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. Everybody's hurt. I feel like Maybe women do do it a lot on podcasts or movies or shows, and then niggas just happen to really love Instagram and they do it on there. I think that's where it is because I don't yeah. really because yeah, like I said, clips about women going viral about bitter shit towards men, but I do see it the other way around. And it's always the other way around. Yeah, and I'm not even finna like sorry to sound like that, but a lot of times women ain't are only gonna elevate another woman, but so far. Damn. Don't say that. It's true. It's true, though. Why you say that? Because it's it's only so far a woman gonna get before women start shitting on them. True. Yeah. I'll I, I, I be surprised that uh, Wendy Williams lasted so long. Because once a, a woman start climbing so far, it's gonna be like, okay, you know what? I'm tired of this bitch. Right. This bitch right. Shit, shit. Yep. Now that her platform done got big, this bitch done got big-headed. You know what? I don't even like the bitch no more. Like she yep. nothing different than she was doing. But exactly. once she hit a certain plateau, it's like oh, I'm done. Bitch just ain't even cute no more to me. You I don't so right. No you so right. Women definitely do that, and you hate to see it. They definitely yeah. do. So it's like I feel like once once she start getting big enough, she gonna get torn the fuck down. So yep. I think that's why there's no woman Kevin Samuels or no woman Derrick Jackson. You're because right. I feel like there's gonna be another Derrick Jackson coming along. Like 
Some he working on his shit right now. That nigga's but making videos as we speak. Like that, that nigga with them tattoos all over his face. That nigga, matter of fact, Justin LeBoy. I didn't know he was a real person. <laughs> Justin, Justin LeBoy, the reason, like, put it this way. If Justin LeBoy was handsome, he'd be Derrick Jackson already. The only reason Justin mm-hmm. LeBoy ain't where Derrick Jackson was is because he's ugly and fat and, like, he don't dress good. But I if he had... He like. I don't even know what look, he like. Look, if you, if you... if I don't care if you big. If you big, you big. But at least oh, he, look... Present yourself in a... He, you he, not like, he not Rick Ross fat. Oh, like, okay. you know how you got, like, the, the the swaggy fat nigga? He ain't no swaggy fat nigga. He, he fluffy? Like suit fat nigga. He, not, he the fat nigga with the hips. Oh, like, no, he honey. Not exactly. Like, he, he ain't swaggy fat. Like, he one of them, he sloppy fat. So <laughs> that's the reason he never show himself, because he not swaggy fat. Mm. Like, you know, you got the fat nigga that dress good and keep his hair cut. Mm-hmm. He like a, a fat Steph Curry. Like, he awkward fat. So like, damn, yeah, like he the nigga that was in shape at one point, and he out of shape, and he don't even care to get back in shape. So he yeah, don't want to talking all that shit. Oh but lord! That, but, mm. but it's like this: if you talk all that shit, why you don't show your face? Right, right. Like, those those comment sections don't fill up. That's that's what I tell women all the time. Like y'all gotta stop taking relationship advice from niggas you wouldn't fuck. Right, you're right. You want to fuck his tweets? You want to fuck his posts? You don't want to fuck him. So stop going for that bullshit because it's easy for me to sit up here and type because um I forgot who it was. I don't know if it was Tea Time or uh, somebody else, but they had posted a post of some dude talking about uh like instead of taking her to get her nails done, like pay one of her bills or some crazy shit like that. And everybody was like, mood, energy. And I'm like, nigga, show me the receipt of you doing that shit. Like, show, show me the receipt of you actually doing. Don't tell me what to do, nigga. Show me proof that you did that shit. Like, fuck all that mood energy shit y'all be doing in them comments, nigga. Because tell him, oh, yeah, King, you should be doing this. Like the nigga with the tattoos on his neck. Did you cash out that woman? King, do that shit. You know, like, niggas will sit up here and Derek Jackson your ass to death and tell you, like, fucking, um... Justin LeBoy, after Drake did that shit in that, that stadium, oh, we got to take women on $10 dates or $10,000 dates. That's what we doing now. We taking women on $10,000 dates. Nigga, show me your receipt. <laughs> Prove that you're doing that shit. You don't right. tell me, oh, that's what we doing now. Nigga, you do it. No, <laughs> don't tell me we doing that now if you ain't doing it, my nigga, because... Oh we, my god, I'm rolling because like this is so fucking accurate. Yo, the internet's a wild ass place, yo. It, it's it's the greatest invention, but it's also the worst at the same damn time. It's Ugh. crazy out there. As long as you stay true to yourself and like, don't like saying, yeah, you saying to do X, Y, Z, but some people will scroll past and be like, yeah, nigga, you ain't even doing it. And some people will really be like, oh shit, the bar is at 10,000. Okay, that's what I got to do. Like, I, I think those people <laughs> don't know who they are. And that's with anything on the internet. And that's why it's scary to mm-hmm. me. Because it's like the internet made it easy for you to have a basically like an avatar. No voice. Like when you know, uh, like when you on the internet, you got a persona on the internet. Right. Like mm-hmm. only show people what you want them to see. And like this was something I I posted this shit on Facebook. Like when I was like MySpace days when I was young. Like because I would notice it in person. Like you doing all this to impress all these strangers on the internet and you losing respect from the people who know you in person. Yeah. 
Like the niggas yeah. who really know you, who know you pouring uh taka vodka in the Ciroc bottle, you know, like you pouring Don Julio in the fucking Patron <laughs> bottle, like you fronting for the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, really doing. like nigga, why are you taking pictures in front of my car? Nigga, go take pictures in front of your car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like you look like a sucker to all the people who really know who you are, just like the women who be catfishing. Like I was in a club with my cousin the other night, or not the other night, it was some years ago. But like we was in the club and he was like, Yeah, see homegirl right there. She got like 60,000 followers. I'm like, why wow, dude, bitch ugly. But then he <laughs> went to her page and she looked good than a motherfucker on the internet. Really? Damn. And I'm like, damn, like she really looked good on the internet. I'm like, I'd be sick as a motherfucker if I met this bitch in person. Like, I, I done DM'd her. I done flew her to my town. And then she pull up and she like 50 pounds heavier. You know, Look, her- we've seen happen because didn't we see that clip? Like, yeah. Didn't we huh? see that clip, though, Mike, where some dude did that and the girl showed up and he's yeah, like, man, you gotta like, pack your shit and go because you didn't yeah. look. Uh-huh. Like, you I told you, he did the right thing. Do the right thing. I ain't like that. I know. This way, he shouldn't have posted it, but he did exactly what he was supposed to. He shouldn't. Have, he okay. shouldn't have on the internet. Damn, I didn't see this. That's that bullshit. Like, I don't. I don't believe in publicly humiliating people. Like, right. yeah, that ain't my job. People killing themselves. Suicides at very high exactly. rate right now. So, like, <laughs> I, I probably would have did the same thing. Like, uh, who the fuck are you? I mean, in her defense, <laughs> she did still look good. She did she still look cute, good. But she didn't but have that ass though. I, okay, I agree. One, he could have told her his disappointment for whatever he was expecting. It's kind of shallow, but people like what they like, so I'm not going to shun him for that. But I'm, I agree with you. He shouldn't have recorded it and put it on the internet. Like, that's mad immature. The internet is where he fucked up at because, like, it's like this. And I'll be telling women that shit all the time. Like, y'all get mad at us and say that we shallow, but it's like, imagine if a nigga was telling you that, oh, yeah, you know, I work for... um. Boeing Airlines, I make $175,000 a year, and whoop-de-whoop, and you like, oh, yeah, I got me a good money-making nigga, and then, you know, he come, and you meet him, and he like, well, I told you I was working for uh, the, the the airline, but I'm a janitor. I, I make uh, $75,000. Okay. I mean, when you put it that way, it's a little raggedy. Exactly. Not just because it's yeah. like, oh, no, yeah. bro, that ain't what I yeah. signed up for. I didn't sign up yeah. for a broke nigga. Like, wait a minute. Right. You got a point. Said, you know, you you said point. you know Lexus, and he was like, "Yes, yeah, a '92 Lexus." I didn't tell <laughs> you year it was. I just said I had a Lexus. Like, I mean, I guess you're right when it comes to both sexes. Yeah, people like what they like, so just keep it real. If she had a flatter ass, she could have sent it to him. He could have determined whether or not he wanted to fuck with her. I get it. She didn't have to mm-hmm. make it fun, but. A lie is a lie at the end of the day because it ain't even about like a, a nigga being shallow. It's literally about a fucking lie because I've been catfished before and yeah. it wasn't because I was shot. Hell what? yeah. Hell yeah. I'm fucking MySpace. She was hitting a nigga with them angles. Like she was angling it from here. So all I seen was the face and the titties. Like when you get an angle from here, you can't see that fat neck shit that <laughs> you can't see it when you got a high angle. So, like, uh-huh. all the pictures on MySpace was the same little shit. So, when I met her, she was literally, like, two, 300 pounds heavier than I'm thinking she, like, 180 or some shit. Because the thing is, everybody who... Wait, me she was before, 180? No, she, she, was- she was, like, 380. Literally. Oh. So, the thing was, it's like, mm. I've said this shit on my shows before, nigga. Like, I like BBWs. You got to be too something to do something. I like big girls. That's my shit. But the thing was, I wasn't expecting that. 
Right. Just like I told her, nigga, it wasn't even about your size. It was the lie. Like, nigga, you could have told me you was big because she was big and cute. Like, don't get me wrong. When, When I met her, she still had the same pretty face, same, still big titties. She even had like a cool shape. It was big, but it was proportionate. Like, I don't mm-hmm. mind as long as it's proportionate. But the thing was, I'm like, my nigga, if you lie about that, what else would you lie about? About, yeah. Like, you literally lied about the whole fucking person you are. So, nigga, like, I ain't no telling what, what you'll willingly lie about if you'll lie about something as simple as what the fuck you look like. Like, Not maybe she knew that. Actually, find out. Yeah, exactly. maybe she I'm just saying. felt like, damn, she didn't no, want you to. Latte, no, no. Okay. No. She didn't lie just for me. She lied just for the whole fucking internet. Yeah, she lied for the whole fucking internet. Nigga, you got the whole internet thinking you this little boom, 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 and you a boom, boom, boom. Lord, hey. Like, hell no, I ain't like that shit. girls need love too. They do, but keep it real. You gonna be big, just yeah. be that's yeah, true. And it's it's a lot of popping big women. Like, look at Lizzo. Like, it's a lot of yeah. women out here that's big as hell, and it's niggas fucking with them. Like, it ain't it ain't nothing to, to fuck with no big girl. Like, I, I say it all the time. Like, nigga, I'll proudly fuck with a big girl. Like, if you a big girl and you listen to this, nigga, hit my DM. Look, nigga, love me. <laughs> your titties is bigger than your stomach. Nigga, that's all I ask, nigga. More ass titties than stomach. That's it. I'm gonna make yeah. sure I have your Instagram. In more, the description. more hips than waist. That's all. No waist cinchers, ladies. Don't don't yeah. do the waist thing. Just make sure you just yeah, just it. don't like be those. sloppy with it. Like nigga, that's fly, yeah. big women. I ain't got no problem with that shit. Like, just don't lie. That's my fucking thing. Like nigga, don't filter me to death, and then when I run into you, I'm like, mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> so, but see, I don't like but the, the first time is, you try to meet me and be like, hey, uh, send me some pictures. Uh. Don't you see the pictures on my damn uh, page? They like, what do you need a picture for? Right. And they know what they're doing. Exactly. But see, the thing is, and it's like this, and this is, you know, like one of my things with just people in general, like the reason a lot of these niggas be fucking up is because women be letting them. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all got to step y'all standards up. And, and forgiving them and thinking it's okay. And I'm not just talking down on the women because a lot of times y'all hold all the cards. The reason I give a lot of times relationship to the women is because it's up to y'all to say no. These niggas will stop doing all this shit if y'all will stop accepting it. You absolutely right. But it, it, it ain't nothing for a woman to just say no to you doing some bullshit. Like the reason these niggas be so comfortable to be like, yeah, I know we just started talking, but I'm like 200 short on my light bill. And I wouldn't usually ask you this, but I'm going to pay you on Friday. The reason they do that is because some woman cash out that nigga that $200. Mm-hmm. At some point, that nigga got away with that shit. Yeah, no, right. she cashed out them $400. Quit playing. Yeah, but I'm oh. just saying, no. Like, the reason these niggas be doing bullshit is because women be accepting. It's some woman out there that was stupid enough to fall for that shit. So until women start saying, nigga, you got me fucked up, niggas going to keep doing that shit. Niggas don't need, niggas don't need. Yeah, so it's like these niggas do that shit because y'all fall for that shit. It ain't got shit to do with, oh, this nigga wasn't raised right. No, some of y'all motherfuckers just falling for that shit. Once y'all start saying no in numbers, the shit just yes. stops in general. That's when niggas gonna just stop doing the shit. But until then, niggas gonna do what niggas gonna do. And I get mad. I be like, damn, why she got to do that? She be that awful with the sisters. Why she got to do that? Like, I just, ooh, I cringe. 
sometimes on some of the things that I see on social media. I'm like, damn, why you had to go there? I don't know. Well, you gotta always, show all your good. Damn. Somebody for somebody. Like that's what I'm saying. When people aren't true to themselves, somebody's always gonna get them one way or another. You just mm-hmm. gotta remain true to yourself. Cause I'll be like, mm-mm. Niggas be trying to be slick and ask for all types of shit. I'll be like, if you don't get the, but they will try. You don't have to fall for oh, it, yeah. but niggas will try. But yeah. but there's a lot of chicks that try too. So I guess it's how the game goes. Yeah, thing is, like, you just got to stick to your fucking standards and stop settling. That's like, right. Just, just because the pickings is slim don't mean you got to pick. Hello. Like, the, the lesser of the two evils is still evil. So when you like, mm-hmm. you know what? I, I just need somebody. Like, nigga, it's not always that fucking cool to have a man, especially if that man I'm is on some just... bullshit. And be comfortable being by yourself. I be comfortable. Well, a lot yeah. of people are comfortable or they don't know how to be by themselves and that's the problem because you're right being in a relationship is cool but if the shit's not right well the situation's not right nigga it is not cool like you're gonna be stressed and shit fucking all types of situations and it's like just to say you have a man and the situation the fucking situation is trash i ain't doing that and i feel like a lot of people want to be able to say they have a man on the internet because it sounds better yeah until exactly until until you find the right one date all of me Move. I, I, I'm so comfortable with myself. Is, Shoot. Yeah, and, and you, you ain't got to fuck everybody. Like, I'll, I'll tell right. my homegirls, nigga, find the, the one nigga with the dick you compatible with, and y'all do y'all compatible <laughs> sex thing, and just don't catch no feelings. I know it's easier said than Friends, done. Friends with benefits. But sometimes, sometimes that's what you got to do. Like, look, nigga, we compatible in this area. <laughs> we going to do this. And we're going to leave it at this. Listen, and like Jerry well, Flowers said, I don't think that's going to work, bro. That ain't going to work. <laughs> it, it, I, know, I know people who doing it. Like, you got the person who you enjoy sleeping with, and you sleep with that motherfucker. And if they can't control their feelings, then bye, nigga. But thanks for the dick while you was dicking me, but you got to fucking That's go. that Scorpio in you, that's all. You just a Probably. Scorpio. Y'all could do that. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> but I'm just saying no. Like if if that's what you need, then you gotta feel that need or get one of them fucking roses or some shit. Like I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell y'all as far as that. But <laughs> as far as like to pick me up one of those. Don't be in a fucked up relationship <laughs> to say you in a fucking relationship. Right. Like right. that's that's where a lot of people go wrong at. Like just to say I got a nigga, I'm going through hell. Right, life in fucking shambles, praying. Yeah, like, you, you literally lying to the world and telling them you happy and you not, just to say I got a nigga. It's like, hard. well, at least I got a nigga though. Like this nigga p- pissing me the fuck off, stressing me out. I'm losing my hair and I can't sleep at night. But I got a nigga though. Right, mm-hmm. and that's the same for men with women too. Because sometimes dudes be in situations. The women look nice on the outside. People think they're great. And the woman got them fucking stressed out. Fucking talk to them crazy. Some be getting abused. I mean, hey, all mm-hmm. time, but they look good on the internet. They look That's good. why I got Henry. I got Henry. Henry? Henry. 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 Oh, he does my toes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I go get a pedicure and he's amazing. His hands are amazing. She like, I'm going like- yeah, but see, like that's the fucking thing. Like you just you just gotta find where your peace of mind is and stay there. Yep. 
Because yeah. a motherfucker will come and steal that shit real fast. Mm. Who you telling? Okay. And if you let them, it's gonna be a hard, hard, hard fucking journey for you to get back on your shit mm-hmm. after that situation. Um and travel. I see a lot of lot of men and women traveling alone, doing fun things, finding out things about themselves. That's when you find out more about yourself when you're when you're by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. I have friends that been somebody sexy on vacation, check their background. Make sure they're not married. Oh God, you talking about the TikTok girl? <laughs> no, I remember yeah. that. It, <laughs> I, I feel sorry for her. Like, damn, that's yeah. Funny. I couldn't even imagine. Do that though. I wouldn't go searching for somebody on the internet. And I guess a lot Maybe of people- Maybe it was that like, moment, like, damn it, I lost yeah, the number. Yeah, and she but that's how it's out. I'm not I did the same shit she did. Like, if I really was like, nigga, she could be the one. I'm gonna look on the motherfucking internet. Hey, y'all, if y'all find her. But then no you way. Like, that's too public for me. That's too pu- You put yeah. it on the social platform. She was in all these blogs and everything, and it was somebody else's man. Like, I felt like back in the days when there wasn't really social media, of course, you'd meet people, you'd either lose their numbers. I felt like you'd just be like, fuck, and call it a day. I felt like she could have kept that same energy. Why are you going to put that? I'm shit. not doing that. I'm not doing that. That's crazy. Pre internet, I did it. Listen, I would have, me and my homegirls would have been doing some research on the low, yeah. but I ain't about to put that nigga on my Instagram. Maybe she thought it was going to be a fairy tale story. I was in like, I was in like 10th like grade. Like I met this female in the mall. She was bad than a motherfucker. And you know, we was vibing and all that. Lost her motherfucking number. I was literally like going to football games and I go sit in the opposing stands, hoping she went to the other high school and shit. Like, did you ever find her? Hell no. Damn. Yeah, I, I was trying. I damn near was getting in fights. Like, nigga, what school you go to? Nigga, don't worry about the school I go to. Nigga, <laughs> she, she looked just like Alicia Keys. You seen her? Like, damn. Yeah. Nigga, take that out. She's probably living mm-hmm. her best life somewhere right now. Yeah, she probably wasn't giving a fuck about me. Like, nigga, fuck right. you. Just a cool nigga mm-hmm. in the mall. Like, oh my god i love you guys you guys are the bomb i'm so glad we were able to get on this episode we said a whole lot people are gonna agree they're gonna disagree but it is what it is because we don't give a fuck um once again if you could just give your information on where they can find you bbw's you heard dolmite you can hit (laughs) um so i'm gonna start with you latte (laughs) you guys can find me on instagram twitter twitch Facebook, Bourgeois Latte. I know it's hard to spell. B-O-U-R-G-O-I-S-L-A-T-T-E. Or just go to Latte Java Drips. Google it, baby. Latte Java Drips and the app is coming real soon. So be ready for it, okay? So that's where you're going to find me. Just download that damn app when it gets here, okay? (laughs) All right, go ahead, Mr. Too Much Game. Uh, Follow (laughs) me on Twitter and Instagram at Uncle Dolomite or at Too Much Game Podcast. I'm available on all streaming platforms as well as YouTube. Just Google Too Much Game Podcast or ask Alexa if you got one of them fucking echoes in your house. Tell that motherfucker to play the shit and it's on there. (laughs) I know that's right. I ain't on TikTok, so I ain't got that shit. Yeah, I ain't doing TikTok either. I can't get on everything. They keep muting all my shit. I cuss too much. Oh, yeah. Definitely get you the fuck up out of there. They just do my shit, so I'm like, fuck it. I just watch (laughs) but once again thank you guys for joining me and until next time listeners bye bye
thank you guys once again for tuning into another episode. I just want to give another shout out to my guest, Uncle Dolmite from Too Much Game Podcast, as well as my good sis, Bourgeois Latte. Like she said, the app is coming soon, but for now, head over to LatteJavaDrips.com to tune in to the newest online radio station. Also, make sure you come back next week. I will have a few ladies on with me. And let me just say, anytime we are together, the conversation is guaranteed to be spicy. So make sure y'all come back next week, same time. And um, there's only three more episodes left, y'all. So thank you for rocking with me. Bye.